The arrival of two different COVID-19 vaccinations marked a milestone in the pandemic, but it's not smooth sailing just yet. Tonight at six, hundreds of COVID vaccine doses can't be used and they're simply being thrown away. Doses are being thawed and they're not being administered and they can only stay in the fridge for a few days because they don't have enough storage doses of the vaccine had to be tossed after an apparent accident here at the Jamaica Plain VA Medical Center. We're told by the VA in the U.S. alone, more than 15 million COVID-19 vaccines have reportedly been thrown away in 2021. Reasons include cracked vials, dilution errors, or issues with freezing. And so one of the biggest challenges of distributing vaccines is their storage and delivery. And so for me, it was just really shocking. I just became aware of this issue, and that was seven years ago, before the COVID, way, way before the COVID. And so imagine what number that has become now. This is Kitty Lau, founder of Ideabatic and former engineer at CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research. Ideabatic is working to ensure that all children, wherever they are in the world, have a fair chance at life by innovating a vaccine delivery system. In today's episode, we'll talk to Kitty about her scientific approach to addressing the problem of vaccine delivery and the specific mechanics of her innovation. I'm Rama Shakaki, and you're listening to Innovate with Purpose, the official podcast of Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. The name adiabatic is based on the scientific term adiabatic, which describes a process in thermodynamics where no heat is lost or gained. Yeah, that's that's where this name uh, comes from. That means, okay, whatever happens to the business, the startup, whether there is pressure, whether there is obstacle, we will still innovate and then come up with ideas to solve these critical challenges. Before I founded Ideabatic, I built and, well, I designed and built very, very cold uh, systems in the Large Hadron Collider place in Switzerland. And how cold, you might ask? Kitty was working at CERN in Switzerland when, in 2015, she attended a humanitarian hackathon. The event brought together people from the Red Cross and other humanitarian organizations to present some of the most pressing issues they were faced with out in the field. Then the engineers and scientists were asked to come up with solutions to these problems, specifically those in low- and middle-income countries. One of these problems were that vaccines become spoiled before they arrive at the destination during transport. And this is happening at the last mile, uh, is where vaccines need to be kept between 2 and 8 degrees for all of the vaccines before injection. For families living in remote and underdeveloped areas, the vaccine delivery process can be difficult. It often involves trekking through unpaved routes, carrying ice boxes on donkey back or on boats. This last mile 
can take up to a week. Now, before this, Kitty was working with really, really cold systems. So I thought there must be a way to solve this. And so, yeah, that was that was kind of where all of these things came about. And until I met some people in the hack space, at Imperial College Advanced Hack Space in London. So I told them what I have been doing. That was for the first time that those people were like, just they instantly just got it and then they loved what I was doing. And so then I became a hacker in residence. So two months later, I kind of presented what I built um, and the hack space people were very impressed. And then the most kind of, the big major funding I got was from the Expo 2020. So the Expo grant has been just super, super helpful. Without that grant, it's just there's no way um, that we can be where we are today. With that money, I was able to go to the field to see how vaccines were really delivered, not just at the last mile, but from, you know, from the top, from the state level down to different um hospital clinics and villages. It's that real-world experience that makes all the difference, isn't it? Out of curiosity, where did you end up going to get a better understanding of the issue? Oh, I went to uh, Nigeria, so a remote uh, villages uh, in a state called the Kano State. And, and so because of that, it really helped kind of giving me the the real picture behind all the things I studied or researched because I felt that even though it was very helpful to speak to people who work in the NGOs and these kind of things, it just it's never the same compared to going there and seeing things yourself. And for me, I just learned so much more by seeing things. And, and that was, um, I think it was really helpful in a way that it kind of verified all of my designs I created. The typical way of transporting vaccines can be quite flawed. Remember, vaccines need to be kept between 2 and 8 degrees Celsius while they're being transported or stored. The way they were being deployed to rural areas was through regular picnic-style cool boxes. And then... Um, Around the four sides, the inside of the box, you'll have to put four ice packs in order to get the vaccines down to the right temperature. So that's one ice pack on each side. It's actually quite awkward to carry a viewer to travel or to walk on mountains and walking in rivers. Out in the field, Kitty was able to observe how packed vaccines are handled and confirm her suspicions about why the current delivery system is wasteful. These trained health workers, they would open that lid, just put the lid on the floor or on the table, and then they uh, go in to take out the vaccines and do the vaccinations. And then that lid was just permanently there on the floor or on the table. So that's one big issue. So... Imagine we have to keep the vaccines cold, but then this lid is open when it's 36 or 40 degrees outside. So that's the first problem with the human issue. Secondly, Kitty observed that the cool boxes would usually have one or two ice packs in them instead of four. The mindset was that as long as there's at least one, it's cold and sufficient. But only one ice pack wasn't enough to keep the right temperature. 
The third problem is that、um, most of these vaccine carriers, they they don't have any separators between the ice and the vaccines. So for those vaccines who are in direct contact with the ice pack, when the ice pack was still frozen, the、um, the vaccines get frozen as well. So that meant some of the vaccines, when they're sent. Sensitive to freezing temperatures, they just get damaged. And finally, the vaccines would be put in small glass vials that are very fragile and would often break. All these resulted in spoiled vaccines, millions of dollars worth of wasted injections, and most importantly, communities vulnerable to disease. So we brought these cool boxes back to the lab and did exactly what they did, and then see how the temperature changed. And so eventually, so with with a smaller one, smaller box that we tested, it only lasts for one hour with this opening and closing action. And then the bigger one, it takes about three and a half hours. That means vaccines can last up to three hours in there before they're spoiled. But in many rural places, travel time is longer than three hours, and all the vaccines would be useless by the time they get there. Here comes Kitty's engineering skills and user-centered design approach. She put together a new prototype that solved all these problems and called it Smile. The first thing you'll notice about Smile is that it isn't a box. It's shaped like a big hexagon, the size of a watermelon. In the center is one large cylindrical ice pack, and around it, the vaccines are stored, kind of like a sunflower. The petals forming the vials of vaccines. On the front side of this smile device, there is a dial. It's a bit like an old school telephone. You have different, you know, one to eight, like in a round dial plate. So on Smile, there are eighteen,、uh, and with a lock. And、uh, and then there is a door, quite a small door, not not a big lid where you are exposed to everything. So that small door itself it's self closing, so it's spring loaded. So that's first the first thing to minimize that heat transfer or minimize that human error. Imagine it's a bit like a vending machine. So when you open that vending machine. You're only exposed to your that one sweet, and then the rest of the sweets or biscuits, things like that. They're still kept in a cool, like separate compartment. You're only exposed to that one chamber of vaccines, and then the rest of vaccines are kept cool. That way, the heat doesn't go in and damage the vaccines, even if you keep opening and closing the lid, because it opens onto a single compartment, depending on which number you've turned the dial to. The other advantage is having a singular ice pack that is separated from the vaccines. No vaccine vials are touching the ice pack, and only one ice pack means it's easy to operate and maneuver. So, for the existing cool boxes,、um, if they remain shut, the cooling time is from a few hours to like twenty-four hours. But when you start opening it, the cooling time is, would. Go down to one hour to like four hours.、Um, with Smile, when it's remained shut, the cooling time is from three days to six days. And when it's being opened, so open and close, the cooling time would would still remain at nearly three days to nearly six days. Wow, this is a massive game changer, Kitty. 
it makes a world of a difference for rural communities. So what's been the reaction from people in these communities? We did a blind test on them. So we didn't tell them what this is. So imagine you're given this device and it looks really different. It's got dials and something to turn. Um, they said that that's a really brilliant design because then everything is kept in the right place. So when they have the, the smile, they can go into several villages in one trip, for example, so they can go to village A and B and C. The smile vaccine delivery model comes with its own backpack that includes a hip strap and a chest strap, kind of like a mountaineering pack. This makes smile easy to take up trails, rivers, and rural areas, but also keeps the box insulated. With this prototype in hand, the next step is to start using smile out in the field. Kitty is planning to work with stakeholders that are already working in vaccine delivery to help with getting the production, manufacturing, tooling, and molding ready to get smile out there. Kitty, your design offers a vital solution to an issue many of us perhaps take for granted. I'm guessing it wasn't always a simple process, though. What's been the biggest challenge in putting this together? A lot of the 3D printing technologies were still not that not that ideal for us because, as you know, to make sure that our thermal is the thermal property is how we would like them to be and also would be the same as the final product when it's mass produced. So we have to make sure these things, there's no microscopic level of holes in it, which is common in 3D printed products. And and what is it that you're most proud of? It's been incredible because just I remember you know the sketches I, I made at the very, very start and then there's little prototypes and till now looking back there's so many versions of different prototypes iterations and then seeing smile being trialed and used in the lab in the field in remote madagascar that was that is a dream come true for me so i think the progress yes we've made um yeah that's something i'm really proud of so seeing how things are in the field and then that confirmed my design I think that's a proud moment because um, when I'm involved in these kind of startup community, there's always people talking about user-centered design and designing with the users. For me, I feel that even before going to see the uh, the users, I was able to um, just design it as they like it, how they would want it. And for me, that's that's something I'm really proud of. <laughs> Innovate with Purpose is the official podcast of Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. Innovation can come from anywhere to everyone. Learn more by visiting expo2020dubai.com forward slash expo dash live. Innovate with Purpose is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. Episodes are released every Sunday and Wednesday. Subscribe to Innovate with Purpose on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review.